Let's start at the beginning. The web was created in 1990. Its first version, web 1, was simple. You can open a browser, type in a website and hit enter. Once the website loads on the screen, you can browse around. No one controlled web 1. As long as you have internet connection, you can access web pages to read, browse and buy stuff. Web 1 obeyed a standard global and open protocol, HTTP. But the user's experience was limited. We would visit websites to explore but never to create content on our own. That privilege was for a select few programmers. In web 1, most of us were merely consumers of content created by others. This version of the web lasted until 2004. Then Facebook came and with it the social media revolution or what's known as web 2. Instead of simply browsing, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube allowed anyone to create content. No coding skills were needed. People can write, post, upload pictures, share and like videos and connect with other people. In web 2, you are a consumer and creator. Web 2 is the era we live in and while it changed our life in many good ways, it created several problems. Instead of a free and open Open web, the internet is now entirely controlled by a few companies. Financially, inequality grew as owners of Web2 platforms. Zuckerberg and friends became the big winners. In contrast, the rest of us are unpaid participants. When we post, like, share and comment, we either don't make any money or get any tiny fraction of the value we add. Yet, we, the user, are the pumping heart of these platforms. In Web2, we have no control over our data, where it's stored and with whom it's shared. Platform owners collect and sell our data to various companies, sometimes without even our consent. And what do we get from this? Nothing tangible except custom ads and recommendations. This absence of ownership leads to a lack of privacy and anonymity. User who lives under oppressive regimes or at serious risk when using Web2 platform. Government can track user and block entire websites to quench unwanted ideas and opinions. And of course, we have the issue of censorship. We have seen how Web2 platform suspended accounts, delete posts and ban users just because their opinions don't align with politics of the platform. To fix these problems and more, some entrepreneurs and engineers are creating the next generation of the web, which is Web3. Web3 is a decentralized, this means the network runs on millions of computers worldwide, not some localized data centers owned by companies. This decentralized network is inspired by the blockchain, the technology behind Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Applications built with Web3 protocols known as dApps, decentralized apps, cannot be shut down by entities, corporations or governments. Anyone with a computer can take part in running the network. In Web3, users and builders alike can earn money and make good living. This is possible because dApps and other Web3 services are powered by cryptocurrency tokens. Every time you use, improve and interact, you earn tokens. The more you participate, the more tokens you accumulate. The tokens you earn will appreciate. You can either hold onto your earnings or exchange them against fiat currencies. In today's business world, most of us cannot invest in startups and early ventures, either because we don't have enough capital or we live in the wrong countries. Web3 breaks inequality. Thanks to decentralization, people from anywhere and from any social layers can invest in projects in their infancy. Because Web3 is built on the principle of shared ownership. Everyone has skin in the game. When a Web3 platform grows and succeeds, all win, not just a select few. In Web3, you are a user, creator, but most importantly, an owner. In Web3, you own your data. You can even get paid to lease it. This level of control is possible due to the digital private keys. Your data are the equivalent of digital safe deposits. Only you have the keys to open the safe. Do you want custom ads and news feeds? 
easy sell some of your data to advertisers so they know a bit more about you select who can access your data and who can't select the bits you want to share and the bits you want to keep secret you are in total control web3 applications are built in open source software open source means anyone can access the code read edit and improve it this transparency is unlike the software web2 companies build picture the difference between an open source and a corporate software as homegrown vegetables versus proceed foods one food you know everything about the other is packed with unknown chemicals companies that don't use open source with struggle with problems that other companies have already solved they will waste time and resources reinventing the wheel web3 is a decentralized community driven secure and private it is built with software that is open and composable its products and services will be of quality and reach like anything we have seen in web2 web3 promotes democracy at all levels of society in web3 we cease to be exploited everybody wins whether you are an employee wasting long hours or an underpaid artist or a leader struggling to make the right decisions web3 will improve your life that's why sooner or later you and i and everybody else will naturally forsake today's web for a better web so that's all about this video and hit the like button and consider subscribing and i'll catch up in the next one